Good morning, South Florida, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the breakfast at the Brooklyn Cafe TV. Take a deep breath and a good whiff of that coffee brewing. Grab yourself some toast, a donut, or any breakfast as Dawn and Freddie get you up and ready for the rest of the day. So call in at 888-565-1470 to share a tip of the day or just to say good morning. Shake off your sleepies, buckle in, because it's showtime. Good morning to you. Oh my gosh, I feel like Dorothy is not in Kansas anymore after the whirlwind of our morning. It's only been 45 minutes. It's actually, it's only been a half hour since I've been here. Good morning. Good morning. I'm a little late this morning. That's why we got started late. I had a piece of equipment that we need to get production done. Valerie stopped laughing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was was up half the night. Till 4.30 when I found out that Zane, um, which is Sarah's boyfriend, was right in the path of Hurricane Laura. And when I tell you right in the path, I'm talking about dead straight center. Coming right at it, at 150 miles an hour, 157 miles an hour. And he's on a barge in uh, Louisiana. And this is a chemical barge, and they are not allowed to leave the barge. I don't know why, but this is what was happening. So I'm a little cranky this morning because I've been up. Because I was watching the Eye on an app that does live video feed of what's going on via satellites. And for some reason, God said, you know what, not today. And he moved that hurricane about 100 miles east. So he wasn't hit head on. Um, But, you know, they start using words in the media like non-survival or whatever. Like, there's no way in the world you're going to survive this thing. Did you see all this? Oh, I... I mm-hmm. You saw it? I heard it. I saw it. I got an issue right now with our media. And then we're in the media, and I got huge issues with what's going on with what the media's doing. But that shall be not for my publication on air is all I can tell you. Well, I, and, and I get you. I get exactly what you're talking about. And I was really uh, disturbed because Linda's the one that got all twisted hearing words and looking at the media and what have you. And I said to her, I said, last night when I did Sarah Spiritual, had a fantastic uh, show, 550 shows, uh, I said, he's going to be okay. And I just had a feel. And I got, got a little hairy when I started seeing this bad boy coming, not at a one, not at a two, not at three, but a four. And the winds were picking up. And, um, and when you're on a barge, which I don't understand. I mean, I understand a barge is a heavy craft, but... 167 mile an hour winds I don't care what you're on You get out of the way And they should have taken those people out of the way And they didn't do that So, But that's something for another show But the bottom line is that he's fine I looked on the end The barges are there He texted him this morning It went east, thank God And he's fine And again, our hearts uh, uh, go out to what's happening down there as we speak They don't even know what it looks like yet 
They will know I haven't by seen 10 anything come through yet. It's going to be at 10 o'clock. They're going to start having the newscasters and everything. Um, I was down there. It was a very strange day yesterday for 127 different reasons. The uh, storms on one side, you got the fires on the other. Don't you wish like the hurricane would blow through California, sort of wipe out all those fires? You know, you know where I sit in my feeling on what things are? And everyone says life can't be rainbows and unicorns. However, I still believe in the goodness of people and the goodness of mankind and all of these things that people tell me I can't and I shouldn't possibly continue to believe in. And when I do believe in this and I see things being manipulated, you know how he says it grinds my gears? It beyond grinds my gears, the manipulation that goes on through the media, through people, through gossip, through all of these things. And I just think it's wrong on so many levels. Devastation happens, and the greatest force is the universe and God and nature. There's no fooling Mother Nature. Remember that commercial? It's not nice to fool Mother Nature. It's just not nice to fool Mother Nature. However, that is nature at what it is. And to take it and monetize it and manipulate it and prey on people's emotions and all these other things that happen, that beyond grinds my gears. So, well, and it's finding the fine line of truth and manipulation. And then again, it's this sliding scale. There's no black or white, it is all gray. And it's all subject to opinion of what they think you should know, what they want to know, what they want you to know, what advertisers want. want. Yeah. And to me, it just, that just makes me crazy on all levels. Well, the funny, the funny thing is, you ever went to just a store the, yeah. And you see a parent. That would be our wind tunnel, by the way. That would be our hurricane. <laughs> and, and you have a parent that comes along, and the child wants something, and the parent smacks the child, starts hitting the child. Because I can. And say, stop crying. And the logic be behind that whole logical sequence of hitting somebody painfully and telling them to stop crying. Um, I never understood that logic. I've gotten into arguments in supermarkets over it, right? So I'm watching what's going on in the news, and they talk about what we need is more good people. Yet they're showing all this bad stuff, and they're polluting the minds yeah. of what's going on. Uh, I understand that they caught the shooter that shot two people, three people, and two died, and he happens to be this, this, this kid, 17-year-old kid. Um, I, gotta you, I need Slick on part of this conversation, because Slick has been watching the playoffs. Oh, no, we haven't gotten to that yet. And this is all part of it. It's not even it. the playoffs. It's bigger than the playoffs. Of course it is. Major League Baseball didn't play. Baseball teams walked off the field. During the playoffs, they walked off the field. And, and listen, I get it. You know, one of the Dominic Smith first met to take a knee during the anthem. I get it. I get it. The problem is that when you have so much hate being portrayed and they're highlighting the hate, you're going to get more hate. You're going to get more anger. Not, I'm not saying that don't report the news. I get it. I understand it. But there's a responsible way of talking about the and news. And don't you think there's probably some good news out there? Don't you think for the one bad, there's probably 10 good things that we haven't heard about? But nobody wants to hear about good news. That's not true. They don't want to report the good news because the good news is not controversial. The good news is good news, and you see someone in, with a lemonade stand raising thousands of dollars to help charity or a foundation or to save someone with cancer to feed their bill, to pay their bills. That's not controversial. That's not a conversation. That is, wow, that's fabulous. Let me donate, and we move on. That's the problem with the media, is media only grows with controversy, and that, again, grinds my gears.
Grinds my coffee beans is all I can tell you. Now, Slick, there's a mic next to you that you can open because I want to get your your your. And I'm not very. Remember once someone told me I had nothing to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so so much for that. Well, woman. the funny thing is, everybody has something to say. You, it, again, it's all about the Lorena. It's about the delivery and how you say it. But I truly believe there is more good out there than hate. And if one horrible, horrific act like what happened two days ago is going to shut down the sports and it's going to shut down basketball and baseball but, uh, to on, make hold a on. point. Hold on, hold on. But look at the greater but, good of mankind in the United States. Well, hold on, because part of reporting what's going on is that you're supposed to be neutral. I am neutral. No, you're not. You're upset. That is not neutral. The basketball players from Milwaukee decided to boycott the playoffs. I get all that. Because of what occurred. Okay. Then other teams followed. Five soccer teams followed. Baseball teams followed. A lot of people who are angry at the system have decided to follow. Now, Slick, you saw, did you see that the uh, NBA now at 10 o'clock, they're going to have a phone call as to whether or not they're going to bring basketball back. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see that part, but I know they all walked out because Milwaukee started it. That's right. Then they stood behind their fellow players, the Milwaukee Bucks, because they were upset and they're upset with the system and it doesn't, those cops should have been arrested in the whole night. I get it. But now it's bigger. And what they're doing is they're taking their influence on our community, on our society. People, I mean, I don't care about basketball anyway, to be honest with you. I really don't care about sports no more. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, the NFL doesn't have to play either. It's not going to make or break anything in the community. I understand that they are diehard fans. There are people that earn a living in the telecast business, all those baseball people that, that are missing, 2,800 people per game, missing a, pay, a paycheck because of it. Yep. But do you think it's okay to use sports as a, what are we going to call it now? It's not as a, a manipulation? It is, well, sports. It's not a political agenda. It's a humanitarian agenda. Well, then don't even ask the question. Why? Because anything humanitarian, well, you're, gonna, is it political? you're not going to be wrong doing it. Is it political? I don't know how many people in the United States, and I say the United States because this is U.S. basketball and U.S. baseball, right? I'm not talking international. Have been quarantined, have lost their jobs, have been waiting to actually turn on TV. And I'm just playing devil's advocate because I don't watch sports to see something other than hate and violence and joblessness and unemployment and businesses shutting down. They have looked forward to new content on TV and to feel like we are getting back as a nation. And now, one horrific act by one horrible person who allegedly did what they were said to have done, is going to shut all of this down for everybody else? Well, I'm going to ask Slick again. That's just my opinion. Do you think it's fair to have basketball do what they did? Slick? He's doing three things at once. I've got Val checking audio. Oh, okay. Well, the bottom line is there's a lot of people that are weighing in on whether or not they should have done it. What do you think? I have to stand with the players. I have to stand with the players. And say, I want you to be on two. Two. I, I, I have to stand with the players because they're the game. Now, what I would do if I was the governors of the NBA, I don't know why they call them the governors of the NBA, shut it down. 
Well, do you think... Pay nobody. Do you think, as a celebrity, and they're celebrities, they're, right, athletes, celebrities, they represent something great about our country. They get paid a lot of money if they're playing. If they're choosing not to play, they're still getting paid a lot of money. Do you think they have a responsibility... Of accountability? Of accountability to the rest of the people to be that celebrity, to show up. It's showtime. You do what you do. And you know what? For that hour of helping everybody else overcome a pandemic and give some hope, they have now fed the beast, and they're giving more. Well, let's, let's, let's back up your truck for a second. A basketball player, because of the number of games that they play, makes X amount of dollars, good money. Even if you're the 25th player on the team, yeah. or 26, whatever they got going on. They also support the community. They give jobs. They give pay. They actually support more I'm people saying. in the community when they play this than any other bigger industry. Than, this is bigger than, it's bigger than everything. And then the, the sponsors and beer and soda and candy and tires and insurance, everything that plays everything, on those games yeah. now become also part of the bigger growth. When you put professional sports on a platform, yeah, I would say 50% of the economy is based on what they're doing. So you have to be very careful. Now, there are no fans. If you're going to do this, this would probably be the best time to do it because there aren't any fans. They're only living on the support of sponsorships if people are watching the games. But now the game has changed because it means did they give a heads up that they were going to do this? Was the NBA prepared that they were going to do this? Why would you hurt the NBA? I understand you got a political statement to make, but why didn't you let the NBA know so that maybe together they could have said there will be no playoffs until? Doesn't that sound more boycottish professional than to say well, we're walking off the court? Like when the teacher said we, were not, we will not go back into the classrooms until there is safety measures put into place. They didn't say we're never going to teach again. That's right. And what right? did they do? They spent millions and billions of dollars putting plexiglass around desks, separating the rooms, and mandating that kids wear, should be wearing masks. So all that being said, isn't it better to talk with the mouth, with the language, and communicate and do something collectively? Now, if the NBA governors would have said, well, you got to play, then you go to phase two and you boycott. You're going to do it anyway, right? What's it going to do? They're going to call a cop? No. Can they fire you? Yes. Can you imagine every NBA player that makes billions and billions of dollars gets 86? Wow. They'll probably get together and formulate their own league. The whole thing's interesting. I, and I'm not a sports person, but I got to tell you, you cannot turn on TV and find something that is not negatively swayed, negatively controversial. All of it. I mean, I understand for the greater cause that you're standing, you're standing to support an act a bad act of violence. You're supporting the other side. But this is what has happened in this country this year. It's just horrifically, in my opinion, it's been so hurtful and so wrong. And just when you get a glimmer of hope, eh, they take yeah, it but out. Don't, you gotta understand Why something. can't we just continue to grow and help? You talk about things being, look at the numbers. Yeah, you know, we're really glad that the numbers of COVID are coming down. It's, it's a good coincidence too, isn't it? I mean, come on. We're living in this world of manipulation right now, and it is not fair to people for their minds to be continuously manipulated 
day after day, and just when one story is maybe going down in the ratings, we're going to find another way to manipulate the public. It's well, wrong. Well, the, the other thing is I, I, heard, um, I heard a gentleman, somebody that was on the Beasley Network last night, um, and, he, and he says that, you know, the conversations change when you start talking about certain lives matter, whether it's blue, black, yellow, orange. When you start doing that, then it becomes a controversial subject matter because, uh, like I was, exp it was explained to me, if you don't understand what black lives matter, you shouldn't say anything. Well, that isn't fair either because somebody who does not understand something should be educated. Right. So if I get, sure. if I ask to be educated, educate me. But the bottom line that what we got going on right now is that you have good people and you got bad people. Forget about good police and bad police. I, I got to get over that whole thing. Yeah. You got good people and you got bad people. And the bottom line is if you do something stupid and there are cameras on you and you're wearing a uniform, unfortunately, they're going to capture you doing something stupid. And there's always and cameras, that, right? But that's the bottom line. You don't grab somebody by the T-shirt and shoot them seven times in the back and cripple. You don't do that. You don't do that on any arena. You don't do that as a society of good people unless you're a bad person. If you're going to be a bad person, then we're going to have to deal with bad people. You know. Say good morning to Claudia. Claudia, how are you? Good morning, Claudia. You know, it's really funny because among the Latino community, Hispanos, you know, we don't even, a lot of my culture doesn't even speak English. And they held that against them. They held it against my father for not speaking English. Now, he came here with a dollar twenty-five in his pocket, and he worked harder than any man I've ever met in my life, 12 hours, 14, 16 hours a day. I was right with him, right with him when he did it. And he tried very hard. To speak English, he understood English. He didn't speak it well, but my father was the, was the yes man. It was nothing he ever didn't didn't do for anybody, so he was loved by everybody. Okay, but in my culture, they say you should know you should speak English. Now we live fifty miles from Cuba. There's a lot of Cubans in Miami, so if you want to uh, speak to somebody in Miami, it's the culture is more Spanish doesn't make you a bad person. Stop labeling people blue eye, green eye, black skin, white skin, yellow skin, orange skin, green skin. Well, you know the young man we had on yesterday? Yes. From This Is Autism, a new book that just came out, This Is Autism, Aiden. What a spectacular young man. And to even label him as autistic, okay, so maybe he has this diagnosis of, of autism. But I gotta tell you, one day when he hits political office and he makes a change, for people that are identified and labeled with disabilities, that services aren't rendered to try and figure out the system. I gotta tell you, he's only 18. What a spectacular kid this is. Now, isn't it, isn't it, isn't it a bad thing that this kid has a great message? Unbelievable. And a great platform. And, and we've forgotten, well, we haven't forgotten, but. It gets lost in the soup of all of this hate. And you have kids with autism and I know that we're all going through a real bad time. But if you have autism, it's 100 times worse. You know? And this kid came out with a platform. Let's see if they can figure out the phones. And, it's, and it's, it's not being heard because of all the other noise. And, and I get what you're saying. We should be bringing up more of those. We should bring up the ones that are being deafened by the, the, the stuff that's going on. And I'm not saying that the stuff that's going on shouldn't go on. There's a right way and a wrong way of doing it, but what I'm saying is that there are other things as well that we have to sort of help promote and heal. 
and we got to communicate with one another to make better people. We need good people. You know, I don't care if you're a cop or not a cop. I need good people to wear that uniform. Right. If all we see are people fighting and protesting, what does that done, do to your psyche? What does that do to your emotional state? You wake up in the morning fighting. You, I dream at night about people in concerts without wearing masks. I mean, these things that are on your subconscious that come out and they just put this level of heaviness globally. And unfortunately, we've got a hurricane now. That's nothing we can do about that. And this young man that was paralyzed, this gentleman, horrible, terrible. But you know what? There are other stories that we should be sharing, those of empowerment, the, those of the parents that are struggling with special needs kids home during this pandemic, single parents that are raising four or five children with one job and can't afford a babysitter. And what do you do with these kids when they're homeschooling? Why don't we talk about how we can help them? What about... What about yeah, the, what if we gave some of this NBA money that all these people are making and well, we actually donate again, some? I mean, no, there's things. But then, but then it goes, you're going in a different direction. I'm just saying what there about are other the things bubble, to talk about. bubble wrap grandparents? Got you it. heard about this? In the, se- like in in the senior suit? homes, they have a plastic shield. I think we have shield. a call. We got a call? Yeah, yeah. You got to let us know who's on the air. Kimmy, how are you there? Kenny. Kenny, how are you? you guys just got to transfer him over. <laughs> Kenny, you there? The, the bottom line here is that um, we need to have. So they have. Kenny, you there? Hey, I want to do some morning love show. Good morning, Kenny How are you, Ken? Ken? I'm here. How are you doing? Talk into your phone, Ken. He's talking. I don't think he hears us, though. Oh. Well, and, it, and you look at the love show that we have tonight. I'm here. The love show is a good message. That has to be heard. I want to bring some love this morning. Tell us what's going on, Candy. Let's bring some love. We could use some love in the world right now. I am great. I want to bring some love this morning. This looks laughing. It is. It would be nice to start every day with a little bit of love, right? Breakfast in bed, a little appreciation, a little, you know what? The sun comes up every day. Go to the beach, take a look at the sunshine, and have some gratitude for the goodness in our lives. Spread some love. That's right. And so the, Do you hear red, me? We hear you in your shoes. <laughs> we hear you. You hear us? Nope, that's gone. Okay, so they have a bubble screen. They got a plastic screen, and they have arm extenders. And the grandparents get to hug. That has been months, six months, 90, 95-year-old people. Uh, and, and they clean it every time after they use it. Um, and they, they build a wall of plastic because you need human contact. Wow. And that made the news. But that should be exploited everywhere. It should be blowing up, right? It should be. Um, people going to school that are wearing masks and, and, and they're fighting back the desire not to do things the old-fashioned way, but the new and improved way. Should be talking about that. 
I gotta tell you, if schools are a little bit cleaner and air duct systems are a little bit cleaner and mold is taken care of and people are safer, I'm all in for that. I, you know, about people being safe. Then you hear about 12 or 14 teachers up in Martin County that are now all in quarantine because of exposure. And then you hear, you hear so many things. But you know what? We should be talking about some of the good things. We should be looking at parents that are working with kids. We should be looking at kids that are growing and doing spectacular things in the community. Kids like Taylor, this brand new intern we have. This, she starts, she calls us last week, she says, I have no idea what my schedule is, and she shows up the next day. And then she says, all right, my schedule's changed, I'll be here two days. And then she called me yesterday, she says, I'll be here one day. But people are working, these kids are working hard to change their lives and to do better things. And there's no acknowledgement of that. Well, because sometimes the only acknowledgement you're going to get on a situation is that you did it. So is it those that make the most noise win? It isn't about noise. It, 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 it's a business. So on the news, they, get, they sell advertisement. It's just a giant advertisement firm. And then they do news, okay? I mean, last night that you hear they want people in Louisiana and, and in Texas to take a bag, a little glad bag, and put it in your pocket with your phone number, your social security number, and your name, not your phone number, your name, your social security number, to identify who you are, because this is what they said, and I quote, you can look it up. It, when they find your body, they wanna know who you are. So if you're staying behind, do this to help us identify you. I mean, that's pretty scary stuff. Ken, are you there? Good morning. Good morning. I am morning. with you, do you hear me? Yes, we hear you so now. So I called to bring I called to bring some love to the show this morning. Breakfast in bed, a little romance, a little walk on the beach, because we keep talking about like the police and you know, all this violence and stuff. And I even had a conversation with the head of the police about having love training. I called them love enforcement. And they were actually interested, like asking themselves the question, is my actions loving? And no, shooting someone in the back is not loving. So it's really a conversation about love. You're right. Ken, let me ask you a question. Do you feel that maybe the police are looking for answers also? I mean, they got a lot of cops across the country. And not everybody gets to learn the same lesson that is taught. Do you think maybe they're just looking for a common ground, something that they can teach to help people understand there's, there's a right and a wrong way of accountability? Yes. And the thing is, there's no uniform, like, accountability or rules, you know, or mission among all the police forces. And I think that there should be a mission about love. Like, Wilton Manor had a statement about kindness and love that they have as their mission. And you don't hear them shooting people in the back. So I think there needs to be an overall love mission for all police officers, whether it's kindness, whatever it is. And that that's what they get trained, and that's how they live. Now, I got to tell you, when I was an auxiliary in the 3-4, it was called the cocaine capital of the world. There was more dope coming through the Washington Heights in, Manh in Manhattan than anywhere in Florida. Than anywhere in Florida. More there. And the cops there were tough because they were surrounded by some really tough bad guys. Really tough. So a cop from the 3-4 that was standing here today will tell you, you got to walk in my shoes. How do you answer that? 
How do we go and say, listen, we need you to change a little perspective, some accountability. How do you answer? He says, when I get up in the morning, you know what I have to go to work to? Do you really want to walk in my shoes? How do we answer that question? How do we answer that, Ken? Well, so for me, love breeds love. It's like love comes. And I'm saying that I, look, I had a conversation about, about action. And again, if the actions become kind and loving, other actions will become kind and loving. I'm not saying there aren't bad cops or bad guys or bad people in the world. And I'm not saying they, they, don't, they don't have to be tough. But there's a way to be with someone that you can de-escalate through kindness and love so it doesn't end up in shooting. I heard something yesterday. Police have to learn how to tackle people. Like, really, like tackle them, bring them to the ground, and just do it in a, in, a, in a loving way. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be shooting. We don't have to have violence. We don't have to. I just, I just, I hear a lot of complaining about violence, but nothing's being done about it. So I think like love training or some sort of kindness that's put into people as a mission would be a big breakthrough in, in the world, right. in police, in people. Again, like we're talking this morning, we're talking about love, you and I. We just transformed the conversation to love, breakfast in bed, romance, and walking on the beach. You know, so yeah. I, that's why I have my love marches. I'm not protesting anything. I'm just loving everybody. You're right. It's love be... is simple. It's really simple. Come some compassionate training. Things we learned in kindergarten, being kind, being compassionate. You're absolutely right, Ken, and that is exactly what we're missing because there's this level of just anxiety all the time. So imagine having this level of anxiety and someone gives you a rose or a kiss on the cheek, your partner, not a random person, and just say, I love you or thank you for your kindness. Thank you for who you are. Thank you but for doing you, what okay. you do. I know. I, I get it. But, it. We talk about energy and changing the but vibration. But there's so much anger right now, Dawn. Listen, yesterday, but anger breeds anger. What if hope yes, could bring hope? Yesterday, I saw a gentleman from the family of the, of the, kid, the guy that was shot. He was talking about, today is not a day that I want to hear logic. Today is not a day that I want to hear an explanation. Of course not. Today is not a day for that. Today is a day that I am angry for something that occurred. Yeah. Now, you can't say he's wrong. Absolutely not. And, and, and he, used, he, used, he actually said a white person. If a white person wants to give me logic today, I don't want to hear it, is what he said. He said it on the news. And I get it. I understand the anger. Then you had the mother come in and say, I don't want violence. Violence is not going to help matters. It's going to hide matters. I get that too. So my, my question is, number one, I mean, if we drop Kenny in the middle of this chaos that's going on, number one, I would be afraid for his safety. There are people that live in that community and had nothing to do with this who now have lost their stores, furniture stores. Did you see the burnout shells that they've left behind? You have aggravators. You had a kid go in there and shoot three protesters. You got a lot of violence. So you drop Kenny in the middle of this thing. Are people going to listen to what he has to say because they're so angry? Some will. Even if, you, even if one does. It has to start somewhere because this, where we are right now in this world, in this state of violence and anger and fear and anxiety, is not going to get better if we don't try to bring some hope and love. I tell you, I give Ken a lot if of you drop me, if you, if you, if you drop me, If you drop me in there with thousands of roses, 
and I'm giving roses to the family, and I'm giving roses to the people. It transforms the world with love. I watch it, every love march I have. It is possible. And I mean, I don't see anybody giving that family roses. I mean, I gave the police roses too. It's about forgiveness. You know, we can, we can keep being anger. Anger just breeds anger, violence breeds violence. Forgiveness breeds love. What about up forgiveness the march? Give up the resentment. You know something? I, uh, I forgiveness am, march. I am almost, Ken, I'm almost willing to say that we should put something together to get Ken up there with his march. And again, I fear for Ken's safety. Don't get me wrong. I do. I do. And I know that he's not going to look at it that way in the whole nine, but I got to look at the bigger picture as well. But I would like to see if Ken went out, because I see the way he does it. And he has an army behind him, and he's doing it. And all he's saying is, try this. Try holding on to this for a minute and putting it together. And getting, I mean, there's a lot of patchwork right now. Nobody trusts the police. Nobody trusts one another. Store owners are upset as well. Now you got the, 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 the Republican Party running on safety which is going to be the new platform you want me because I'm going to save you. You know, if we don't, like Kenny's doing, if we don't start and at least try to change one concept, one for hope, one love, one something of positivity in our city, in our state, in our country, anger and hate and that energy, what do you always say? Tell me, you can't fool the devil and what's going to be bigger? I truly believe light is bigger than the darkness. Maybe I'm one of those few people, but you know, when you get that glimmer of hope and that glimmer of light, even with Zane and that hurricane did not hit those barges. So those people, if there were no barges that were hit, you know what, those lives were saved in the middle of the ocean right there. So it started with one. There is light if people, if you can just see it, but when the media is constantly feeding you 24 seven negativity and agitation and hate and shutdowns and losing, oh my God, go on and on. What, what if we just had this? This is what you and I try to create every day into the wee hours of the morning. You and I are trying to create positive platforms and hope and giving people opportunities. And then still hate comes forward from other people. That, but it's always going to be there. And that it? is really what it, grinds my gears, too. But it's too. always going to be there. Five <laughs> years ago, Ken, five years ago, I had said to Dawn that I wanted to have every high schooler and college kid walk down I-95 from Boca Raton, Florida, to City Hall in Miami. Remember that? And I wanted to shut down the highway. But my reason, I didn't think about the love march. I can have Ken in front, and I wanted every political person that wanted to join us, that had a message, every church, I don't care who it is, to march in there in, in, in unity with cops and everybody else. Not to be disruptive, not to burn anything, but to say maybe united, we can resolve some of our problems. I would love to see Kenny in these spots. I think it's needed. Or somebody who's in that spot, if he can't get that, I think you're right. I think it's worth giving it a shot and see what happens. Ken, what you do, your message is so strong. A love march, a forgiveness, a forgiveness march, a, a hope march. And people are going to laugh, and they laugh at me all the time. How can I truly believe this? I truly believe it in my heart of hearts. Does it mean I don't have opinions about other things? Absolutely not. I mean, some of the things that are going on are horrible but you know what kenny you're right if we don't try and change just one per one hope and one light a day then we are remiss in our calling in this world yeah yeah i mean i love you dawn i love you freddie and the thing is is that i'm free because i don't i don't believe in anger i don't believe in hate i just love people 
And we're as human beings. And the thing is, like, if you get on every morning on the show and you go, good morning, everybody, I love you. And we're going to have a, we're going to talk about love this morning. And so we're going to love the family that is hurting. We're going to love the police because the police are hurting. Changing you know, there are good cops. Good cops hate bad cops. You know, everybody's hurting. We love you all. And we're going to start talking about love in the morning. Who'd like to call in and talk about love? That's how we transform the world with love. And I, I promise you, people will start calling in and talking about love. Because people are tired of hearing hate and yeah. anger and people getting shot. People want to talk about love. People want to go talk about romance. People want to talk about breakfast in bed. I mean, you guys provide breakfast in bed every morning. Really, you provide love for people. We should do that tomorrow. And that's we should do your breakfast platform. And it's, yeah, breakfast in bed. I mean, it takes the media. If I wasn't on the news and I wasn't in the newspaper, the love march wouldn't be the love march. It, we need the media to get out and talk about love. You're right. If the media started talking about love and not hate, then everybody would start talking about love. We have to transform the conversation. You're right. We got to start now. Just now. We only have now. That's true. That and you know, I mean, let's. What is it? Give love. Give uh, peace a chance. Give love a chance, and just and just change your perspective a little bit. You know, it's easy to to to, to talk about hate. It really is. I mean, you got so many other reasons that that occur every day. You got people doing bad things every day. We got. I mean, we're the capital of the uh, epidemic deal, right? With the drugs and everything else, homeless and everything else. We got lots of problems. You know what today is? Today oh. is today. Kenny is National Just Because Day. So National Just Because I Day love is it. just because I love you. Uh, that's, Kenny, that's why I'm running for president. Just because dot 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 whatever it is. Let us know what just because just because ready for president. We love you. I want to be president. I want to yeah. run for president, Danny, yeah. just because. Just because. But you know, just because so something I just positive. Want to share. Yeah, so Dawn, I, I, at the Love March last, last Saturday, I gave out a rose to a woman, and she started crying in front of me. She goes, you have no idea how much you transformed my life today. My husband passed away yesterday. Oh, my gosh. And I started crying. And I gave her another rose for her husband, and she started crying more. She says, you have no idea. I said, take all my roses. Just know how much I love you. She goes, I love you so much. I mean, she said, my husband just passed yesterday. You know, we, I'm going to say for me, I have a moment, 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 and in one second, I could pass. I live every moment to the full. Wow. Life, like, like we could pass in one second. We only have now. We only have the moment now. And we can love each other now. It's just, it's so simple. And we just have to transform the conversation. I love drug addicts. I love the homeless. I love the police. I love the woman who's hurting. I love everybody. It's really simple. It's so simple. And it just starts with transforming the conversation with love. I, you know, I love you, Dawn. I love you, Freddie. You get on every morning, you say, I love you all. Let's start talking about love. That'll transform the conversation. Hey, Ken, I want you to make me a little sign Something about morning love or something. I want to put it here. Okay. I want to put it up right here on the set where we have because the morning brew. And we would talk about a, a lot of love. things. Yes, a cup of love. Maybe Serving a cup, up a cup of love. Serving up a cup of love. Maybe that would be on your Breakfast phone. in bed with a cup of love. That's right. Because the object of the game here is that nothing's going to change unless we 
Try. Unless we make, unless we try to make a change, you're absolutely right. Serving up a couple of. And maybe we wake up today, and we get a little closer to that goal. I understand if you're angry. I understand if you're boycotting games. I get it. Understood. You've done your deal. You you stood your ground. You're there. I got it. Now what do we do? Okay. Now what do we do? Here is the the morning after. How do we get closer to resolving? Not. It's never going to go away. Ladies and gentlemen, it ain't never going to go away. I get it. Racism in the country, in the world, it ain't going to go away. There are wars and stuff fought all over this since the beginning of man. But maybe we can start DNAing man to be a better person. What about that? Maybe Ken has the, the DNA that we all need. Maybe the message of him extending a rose is the beginning of the process to changing the way we see We things. have the DNA. It's just like Ken says, it's a matter of shifting your perspective. Instead of waking up in the morning and go, oh, my knees hurt. It's going to be a long day. It's 110 degrees out. You know what? Have a couple of breakfast in bed, a rose. A couple of, Ken. Just a, a I love you because, yeah, yeah. just because I love you today. That's That's yeah. And again, I'm a human being. We're the same. You have skin. I have skin. We're the same. We're all human beings. There's nothing special about me. I'm just a human being loving other human beings. Kids. Kids are the best example. They just love each other. There's yep. nothing there. They say, I love you. They hug each other. They kiss each other. There's nothing there about it. Kids, yeah. kids, kids, kids love. So as adults, can we be like kids? We got to learn from the kids. They're our next generation. And I'm just saying, we can all love each other as human beings. I'm just a human being. That's all I am, and we're all the same. We're all human beings. I agree. You know what I'd like to do, Kenny? The young lady you have on who is the representative for Sephora. Yes, Rachel. She's going to be on September 11th on the show, yes. I would like to introduce Rachel to Aiden. We had a guest on yesterday, and he just wrote a book called Just Because. Uh, I'm sorry, Just Autism. Mm. And I would like to introduce him. Mm. I'd like to bring them forward on a platform on what part of our network of making a difference and the positive messages that they spread. And they are in the mainstream, but you know what? They don't get enough visibility in the mainstream that some of these other things do. So see if we can connect them. And also Nancy's doing a BYOB tomorrow that's talking about changing perspective and yep. everything else. That's another person, Ken, that having I want Having the you difficult to, conversations. Yeah, having, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and we're having difficulty having conversations. It's gonna be a great show tomorrow. Somebody that I would like Ken also to put on his show because, you know, delivery is important. The message, we get it, but delivery is as important as the message. Um, and we, we got to change, ladies and gentlemen. We got to do what we got to do. What we have to do is so that people listen and not run away because they're afraid for their life. You can't do that. Ken, thank you for calling and changing our perspective. It is about love. No, you're welcome. I love you guys so much. So, Dawn, please email me what that sign you wanted to say. Okay. And I will typeset it, and I will print it, and we'll put it behind you. And every morning, we'll have conversations about love to transform the world with love. I like that. I like it. One cup at a time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Ken, so much for joining us. Have a okay. wonderful morning. I love okay. you so much. So that's the Love Show tomorrow. It airs from 3 to 4. 3 to 4. 3 to 4. Check it out. He's uh, been everywhere. He's been interviewed by the news and everything else. Um, and maybe Ken has uh, just a little bit I tell of... You, I uh, think that's one thing that everyone has, is love. 
Well, some people have more than others. And but some you people, know what? We all have it. Well, some people don't feel like they do. You got everyone has a little bit of love, a little bit or a lot of it. Again, there's a lot of a lot of gray in the middle. But if we could start our day with a fresh perspective and wake up. Sun comes out. It's a new day. Is it always a perfect day? No, but, you know, we can make it a little bit better every it's, day. Dawn, I, and, and again, not to put gloom and doom on there, but we have people in our society um, that really have some issues. Of course we do. I mean, some real bad issues. And we have to come together as a community yes, we do. to sort as of a nation, figure yes. out what to do with those situations. Some people hold high-ranking jobs in this country that have some issues. Of course. But the problem is that you're asking to take things off the top, off the middle, and off the bottom. No, I'm just asking for a change in perspective and to look at things because you know what? You can't let every, you can't take on everybody's, can't take in everybody's energy. Yeah, but every, but these people. But that it's are, the collective negative but energy. But these people that, that are negative, that are in power, are going to influence more negativity. Well, what if we can just change a little bit? I mean, you know what? After the show, I'm going to give you a book, and in there, I'm going to write all the people that I know of that change things negatively. And you're going to look at these pages and go, well, where do we start? And how many people can we say change things for positive? We're about I'll to give find you the, I'm going to give you the same book. It's called the Bible. We're going to find We're going to start way back people, where it was. How many people read that? now so mm. anyway we don't talk about religion i know but you know what it is what it is have a great morning everyone tune in we have a full jam-packed morning right here at ant media studios goodness we've got business kitchen we've got a byob with cheva gans we have spotlight we've got fuego we've got i think halloway's corner i see he's in here we got a lot of things going on today rocking and rolling some of them are actually all on wwnn all the way until eight o'clock tonight all the way until eight o'clock tonight we've got kids in capes at seven o'clock at seven thirty we've got the two minute warning with benny blade so a lot of things coming out of the studio today tune in and it is always all about love and hope have a great morning everyone be kind to each other and don't be late bye-bye all right well that's about it for today even though the show is over the brooklyn cafe is always open for business you're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2 if you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow The Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at The Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time. <laughs>